Culture Addicts. My name is Kaylee. And my name's Izzy. And I just want to let you know that we're both eating leftover Badet um, suckers. So if you just hear a little, a little Badet, a little sucking noise. That would be us. Um, the Badet was very generous in giving us their leftover Halloween candy. Um, so I feel really grateful today to, yeah, um, I'm to be eating the candy while exactly. recording the podcast we- on their microphones in their podcast studio. Mm-hmm. We take this very seriously. <laughs> I'm sure so many people are going to listen to <laughs> So the first thing that we wanted to talk about today was the fact that I feel like there's a bit of a Mandela effect with Aldi's. <laughs> okay, and this is unrelated to the topic of the podcast, but we need to discuss... The people need to know. <laughs> we, our um, listeners so need to know. My mom needs to know. I have a lot of beef with my roommates, right? <laughs> Katie is one of my roommates. And so... Izzy and I are consistently beefing. Exactly. Well, we're day. beefing right we're now. We're actually beefing right now over Aldi's. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Kaylee has the audacity to call Aldi... Aldi's, like apostrophe S, which is just ridiculous to me because I am, you know, I'm a Midwestern girl born and raised. I know the truth. So to then have this random person come into my life and try to mess everything up is like, what are you doing? And so is it really affecting you this much? I can stop. It keeps me up at night. I've talked about this to my parents several times, and they're on my side, so. Well, I'm, I'm glad your parents are on your side. They're the only ones. I don't know what it, because maybe it's because I, I'm from Portland, Oregon, so, and we don't have an Aldi. So, do you, yeah. What do you guys have? We have um, this thing called Fred Meyer. <laughs> and we have, instead of Kroger, we have this thing called QFC. No, you made that up. No, I'm literally, like, I'm dead serious you right now. You guys don't have Kroger? No, but we have this place called QFC that sells Kroger products. Why? I just <laughs> have a Kroger. It's so, it's so useless. It's so easy. Just get but, a Kroger. But, but QFC stands for quality. Wait, KFC? No, or QFC. QFC. Okay, gotcha. QFC stands for quality food center. Oh my god. <laughs> Me on my way to the quality food center? What? Anyway, anyway, I'm not going to take hatred for it right now, um, but I'm just saying maybe I thought that it was because I was from the West Coast that I didn't know how to say, like, like it was Aldi mm-hmm. and not Aldi's. And when we text in our group chat, we always say, hey, I'm, like, going to Aldi's. Right. So that's why I was like, hmm, yeah, maybe like- that's what it's called. But it turns out it's not. We've just been texting it wrong. And my other roommate who has the car and is our transportation to the grocery store, she texts it, like, Aldi's. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I'm not editing how long have we been talking about this? We've been talking about this for about three minutes now, but I just needed the people to hear it, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, and it's just weird that, like, our other Midwestern roommate is, like, also pronounced Aldi's. Especially since she's lived in, like, Morton. Right. Wait, wait, Morton? Morton, Illinois. Yeah. Like, her whole life. Yeah, like, she's, like, that. true Midwestern, so. Right. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so today on Pop Culture Addicts, um, we're going to be talking about celebrities discussing their mental health problems yeah. publicly. Yeah. 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 Um, and so... Let's talk about Selena Gomez. Sure, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I walk into Izzy's room yesterday and I ask, what do you want to talk about on our podcast tomorrow? And she logs in to People Magazine. 
I looks up mm-hmm. People Magazine. Yeah. And the person that pops up is Selena Gomez's bipolar disorder. Yeah, so, so I I just, Selena Gomez. I just want to let you know that we're very credible here. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> I honestly, I feel like I have a lot to say about this because, um, not to brag, but I also have bipolar disorder. <laughs> That's such a flex. <laughs> so. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. That's really I'm actually, great. like, maybe I'll put it in my Instagram bio. <laughs> <laughs> bipolar survivor. <laughs> um, oh, but anyway, <laughs> I just feel like there is a lot to be said about um, making this very stigmatized topic public. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to say a lot of celebrities receive backlash for it, um, for talking about that, because I think generally um, the culture accepts that very well. You know what I mean? Like, we like to see... Um, celebrities, we like to see their struggles, especially um, with things like mental health, which, you know, like increasingly more people are relating to. Um, but at the same time, I do see this sort of like response where people have trouble um, sympathizing with these celebrities, even when they are very open about their um, mental health issues, because um, they just live in like this sort of like isolated bubble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, ISU doesn't even have. Um, we we really like if you want to make if you if you are struggling with your mental health at ISU and you want to make an appointment with student counseling services, it takes like a month. You can't get it even now. You can't get in until after until next semester. That's crazy, right? You know, and I've had and so they advertise um, the service where you can go in if you have an emergency and see a counselor like within the hour. But I've had friends go in there with emergencies and get turned away. You know, so when you have people, especially like you know college students, you know we go to a state school, so a lot of people don't really have like the money or the insurance to get like an outsourced therapist. So I think people um, with those issues really struggle to relate to celebrities who have all these resources at their disposal to See, deal with those issues. I completely agree with that. Like, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think there's like a really like double-edged, I don't know if double-edged sword is like the correct way to like symbolize this, but they do have all these resources available to them. They have so much money and they are usually able to get in at least a lot faster than we are as, you know, ISU students. Um, But thinking about all of that constant pressure they must be under as well, Mm -hmm. and under, like like we discussed in our last podcast, being under the public eye, under every move that they do, must cause a lot of mental health issues in itself. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's an excellent point. You know, and I think you, like... My mind goes immediately to, um, like, child stars, like, people who are born and raised in the public eye. Like, Jeanette McCurdy. Have you heard of her book? Yes, yes. It's called I'm Glad My Mother Died, right? Yeah, and I've been meaning to read that. Right. But... I haven't gotten around to it, but the whole, like, concept of that is just so bizarre to me. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, and I feel like there's a lot of abuse in that industry, which obviously leads to, like, mental health problems later down the line um, and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, and, and you're right, it is... Yeah, and I, and I also don't know if double-edged sword is the right word for mm-hmm. this, but it is like, um, you know, you do have all these resources, but at the same time, you're putting yourself in a very toxic environment, you mm-hmm. know, um, where these things are bound to happen. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's crazy how even as like a student here and as like lucky and privileged we are, privileged we are to be going to college, that that's still such like a... Like a, what's the word? It's such a scarce resource. Yeah, yeah. Mental health resources. And we're all for putting mental health uh, at the same level and at the same validity as physical health. But Mm -hmm. why is it so much easier to get into student health? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, I guess student health could, 
I mean, you could be having a condition that I guess like could cause you to not be well, but so with mental health. So like, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of like a way to even make that make sense, but it really just doesn't. Right. And so I think the thing is they're having trouble finding qualified counselors. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, I think people are reluctant to take those student counseling jobs Mm -hmm. because, um, no offense, they don't pay very well. And you know, you're, wildly overworked because they won't hire more counselors Mm -hmm. um so whatever um (laughs) whatever i'm not even bitter about it um (laughs) i think that's actually really cool um but yeah i think that's like i think the fact that we even have mental health resources though is a great thing oh absolutely and the fact that it's being talked about because i recently watched um like the marilyn monroe movie blonde with anna de armas Mm -hmm. And it was just, the entire thing was just really sad. Yeah. And at the end, she ends up, you know, like, dying. Right. And I feel like that happens a lot with, um, st- like, celebrities from, like, older generations yeah. who don't really know how to express that and show that when they have such an image to keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's, like, you know, Jim- Jeanette McCurdy wrote a book about it. You know, Selena right. Gomez is, like, speaking out about it. And we even have, like, Simone Biles, mm-hmm. who is starting this entire thing. I was, I used to be a gymnast, so I feel very passionate about this. But she's starting this entire new wave of like bringing even mental health awareness in sports which sounds so crazy to even think that we have to think about that Mm -hmm. because sports is such a demanding it takes such a demanding physical and mental toll but the fact that we're appreciating it now is I don't know. It's. I feel like this is big. This yeah. is big. Yeah, no, it's definitely... I feel like our culture is definitely taking steps in the right direction. Um, and I think it's also really cool when, um, like, some celebrities or even just, like, um, people, like, big people on TikTok will, like, share their coping mechanisms. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, here's what I do when I've had a really long day. Like, here's what I do for self-care. Um, and I think a lot of those coping mechanisms are um, things that people might get from, um, from like, you know, a qualified therapist. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to suggest that people should be getting all their mental health advice <laughs> from, from TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> um, I think that's probably a bad idea. But at the very same time, <laughs> I think, like, spreading awareness about this and saying, like, here's what works for me, maybe it'll work for you, I think just having that discussion is really important. I think that TikTok has a long... Like, putting aside all of, like, the negative things you've heard about TikTok and how people just spend hours on it and how I'm pretty sure my data is being, like, sold right now. Sure. Um, But putting aside all of that, I mean, like, it taught, like, my little sister what, like, the term gaslighting was. Sure. You know what I mean? So I think that's, like, a really big thing. And the fact that she just learned it off of TikTok and not, like, a qualified therapist, like, it's, I feel like those resources are becoming more accessible through that app, which is really strange. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. it's, it's very interesting, too. But then um, you saw, you also see at the same time, I've seen, um, I've even known people who have diagnosed themselves with ADHD or autism. See, I was about autism. to go into that. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Because they just saw a TikTok about it, or mm-hmm. even, like, that whole... Do you see that video of Addison Rae, like, pretending to have an eating disorder? No, what? Yes, yes, she, it was, like, a while back, but she, like, pretended, she, like, was, like, it was, it was so hard to eat today, day five, and, like, mimicking, like, the actions of, like, someone who had, who would have an eating disorder, except it was exposed that she, like, really didn't have one or something like that, and, and she's just doing that because... I guess for clout. Yeah, mental health is like quote unquote trending on TikTok, you know what I mean? And so then you have to worry about like serious problems becoming like trivialized. Trivialized like that, yes, exactly. Absolutely. That 
that's disgusting to me, honestly. It really is, um, yeah. Right, because, and yeah, I guess I could see how that would be a very real issue, you know, because like when people, when celebrities get attention for being vocal about their mental health problems, then you're going to be, like, see other celebrities who maybe can't capitalize on that who want to. Mm -hmm. So they're just going to make nonsense up. That's ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. yeah. And even the term gaslighting is being thrown around like oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was good that, like, my, even, like, my little sister was able to, like, know what it was and, sure. and see it, like, with, like, some of her friends and everything like that and, like, even their parents. But, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. That right. term is just being, like, it's losing its, like, real meaning. Right. So when you actually go up to someone and be, like, and say something along the lines of, I think you're gaslighting me, it just comes off as, like, trivialized. It's like a joke, yeah. And yeah. honestly, the same thing happened to the word triggered. You know what I mean? Oh, my like, gosh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. people, especially people with um, PTSD, that was, like, it, it it's very important to, like, be able to recognize, like, what's going to, like, trigger you. Um, but then I feel like especially, like, um, certain conservatives thought that um, people were overusing that term, and then it just got thrown around and around, and now it's, like... I don't really hear that word I in say, serious settings. Yeah, like the other day I, I was trying to tell someone that I was triggered at something and I almost laughed at myself because sure. I was I was thinking, what even is... It right. was like that connotation with that word because yeah. growing up and like especially in high school, mm -hmm. all, I've, all I've heard that context... Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. <laughs> the only the only context I've heard that word in is in like a in like a joking matter where I think of like Kermit the Frog, you sure. know, like falling down. Yeah. <laughs> and then Piano Man by Billy Joel playing in the background. Do you have the video I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I I actually think that's a very serious issue, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because um because and I honestly think that's sort of like a rhetorical tactic, you know, because if you manipulate the words people are using to address real issues, then in a sense you are manipulating those issues. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So if you can change what triggered means, then suddenly you've reframed the conversation and when people do actually get triggered in very real ways, they start to doubt themselves. Mm -hmm. so, I definitely agree with that. Right. And they don't feel like their actual like triggers are valid Absolutely. in that sense so it's just kind of sad to see but also do you think that some people like cope with it in that way cope with it oh by making yeah it by making like it joke. kind of a lighthearted thing I think some people do for sure and like who am I to judge other people's for their coping mechanisms, mechanisms right? absolutely like we're all just trying to make it through um, but at the same time, I think you see a lot of people who maybe have never experienced, like, being triggered before, mm -hmm. who, um, like, can't really relate with that, and when it becomes a joke to them, too, then I think that makes them sort of, like, lose empathy for people who are dealing with those issues. Right, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you guys so much on that note. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I just had the idea for our next episode, mm -hmm. I think we should look through, like, Yahoo Answers. Ooh, at, like, I like pop, that. At, like, pop culture. You know, a little bit more of a lighthearted topic for sure, next time. Look yeah. at some Yahoo Answers. Maybe scroll through some... I'm I'm pretending to throw up right now, but maybe some Reddit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> scroll so, through some Twitter, you know, on, absolutely. like, the, the newest uh, pop culture dish. I like that. Yeah, so tune in next time to hear us scroll through some social media posts, some Yahoo Answers. Some cute Quora. Yeah, some Yik Yak. <laughs> Yik Yak. <gasps> That would be a great idea. I'm not editing out my gasp. I'm not editing out your sneezes. This is a non-edited podcast. I want everybody to know that. Mm -hmm. We just put the music in because Elizabeth edited that. Edited Shout that out to us. Elizabeth. Shout out to Elizabeth Urban. All right. okay, thank, thank you guys, you guys. so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>